we're live. So um, this is episode three, Dental Discourse, and um, excited to present our very first guest, Mohammed Faraj. Yeah. Mohammed All right. Faraj. All right. So um, let's just get into it then. Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. I'll give a little introduction. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my name is Mohammed Faraj. I'm a third year dental student at Nova. And um, yeah. <laughs> So we were, we were having a little conversation before this, and mm-hmm. you mentioned that that you did your undergrad here at Nova. Did you like do your undergrad at Nova knowing that you wanted to get into the dental school, or or like how did that like pan out for you? It's a funny story, man. Let me t- let me tell you the story. I got into I got into dental school. I started I started my undergrad my freshman year in August of twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I graduated high school in 2013 in May. I started same year. Right. And when first semester I came in, I knew that I want. I at least I thought I wanted to do dentistry. Mm. So I took chemistry one, biology one, per my advisor's recommendation, mm. and a couple of other classes. And so I was told that you supposed to take one chemistry and one biology course each semester. Yeah. That's yeah. How that's you, that's yeah. How same. Same. That's how you meet your requirements by the end of the fourth year. Mm-hmm. So um, I did it, and at the time I was still a kid, still in. <laughs> I felt like I I, I was th- I don't nobody in my family went to college. Okay. So it's like I was the first. I didn't really have that guidance. Yeah. And I ended up failing chemistry one and biology one because I didn't I didn't know what it. I thought it was still high school. Like you don't really study in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was no one hundred percent. Ever studying in high school. You don't study in high school. And you still feel smart. Like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you end up with a 3.7 GPA. How? God knows how. Yeah. So, um, so, so I, I was devastated when I failed. I was like, yo, I'm that stupid. Like, this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. How did I do so well in high school? And now, so anyways, to make a long story short, I ended up, I left Nova. Mm. And I went to BC. Okay. Which is Broward College. It's, uh, it's a school right by campus. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I was. It was me and my nephew. My nephew's my age. Mm-hmm. So we're like, you know what? Let's go together and do... Because we both failed. I mean, we used to go... Instead of going to study, we'd go play basketball. <laughs> okay. You know? Did you guys both want to be dentists? He wanted to, too, at the time. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so we went. And we're like, you know what? Let's do accounting. So we went to BC. We took our... So before I before before I went to BC, I told my brother, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just gonna switch to accounting. And he was like, Nah, let's don't give up yet. I want to do. My brother's 32 years old at the okay. time, and he was out of school for like 12 years. Mm-hmm. He got his AA and never went back. So he's like, you know what, I want to do dentistry. So let's do it together. For sure. So I'm like, okay, you know, if we're together, then maybe this might help. Mm-hmm. So what I took my first biology class there and my first chemistry class so at the time i ended up i believe i got like an a on my first biology test and i was ecstatic and i was like yo i was hyped and this is awesome. right, right, right. You know, I, I didn't feel stupid because that's what i thought because yeah I after coming studied. yeah from, like, and i went to the exam thinking legitimately you walk in and take a test and walk out without studying that's just like the <laughs> high school mentality and yeah. I, I didn't have the guidance you know so he ended up he's like you know you know, take this time to study, whatever, whatever, yada, yada. And then we ended up, I ended up finishing biology one and chemistry one. And he ended up dropping mm. because he couldn't do it. 
And he's like, this is too hard for me. So he kind of threw me back on track. This was my second semester of my first year. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just the timeline's important. Gotcha, gotcha. And I came back to Nova my second year to start my sophomore year. And they told me that none of my science credits were valid. They would give me well, pre, like, college level science credits. So instead of giving me biology one, they gave me like, I think it was intro to bio or something. The same thing happened to me. Um, cause I did, so I did dual enrollment in high school. And then, so I was going to Miami Dade college and I took a bunch of bio classes. I took bio. And then when I transferred over here, they counted it as like intro to connection to yeah, bio. Or something. All that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It was annoying, you know, especially going to Broward. I thought that like Broward at least would transfer like. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. And she and at the time, because the, when they gave the comparison charts, the course that I took was like it qualified to be a biology one here at school. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, so during this period, I was still like transitioning into like the actual you know academic studies in college life. So it wasn't just about socializing life mm-hmm. in college. You know. So. Um, I came back second year. I'm starting fresh now. I got to take bio one, chem one. I took the same professor that I failed the, the first year with for chemistry. And he was, so I walked into class, whatever. And I, 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 now that I understood, I would study and I ended up doing okay. So I took those two classes. The semester after that, I took bio two and chem two. So by the end of second year, I should be done with technically uh, or chemistry. Yeah biochemistry and, and more advanced science mm-hmm. classes yeah so i was like so i i took i took i, t- I finished chem one and chem two bio one and bio two by the end of my second year mm-hmm. i was like all right that summer i took organic chemistry and i i was in crunch time now because i i wanted to get in dental school and i didn't want to wait a year right right so not only did i f- start a year late but I'm a year behind in classes and I didn't want to do an extra year outside of school. So like, I'm in like this, I was in like a dilemma, like, like, you know, what, what, how do I speed up the process? And this is summer after your second semester. This I mean, your second year, summer after, right after the second year. Gotcha. Exactly. So I took organic chemistry. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the DAT. So I went and I, and I took, I took the iPrep dental, which was mm-hmm. Shani's course. Yeah. And she was like, you don't understand organic chemistry at all. I was like, I've never taken it at all in my life. <laughs> and she was like, it's okay. Don't worry. All you got to do is just remember, just learn what I teach you and you're good. Yeah. That's, That's the, the thing about the DAT. It's like, I take all these, like I took most of my courses already. And then I was like trying to do DAT practice over the summer. It's like, it's a whole nother animal. You need it's, guidance. You yeah. need guidance. You need somebody to literally walk you through it and tell you somebody who's been experienced with other students and teaching them and, yeah. and receiving It's like the feedback. same thing with the SAT. You take all those courses and the SAT is not necessarily like high level stuff, but you can't like most people that like, can't do it the first time because yeah. it's just like you never seen a question asked like that or like mm-hmm. you don't know what they're asking or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally studying the test. It's not even the material, it's the test itself. Exactly. It's the mm-hmm. questions. You have yeah. to understand how to answer the questions. So I took her and I ended up, I ended up at the time, the first time, I studied for two months straight. And then I was like, you know what? I, I was fried. I, burned out. <laughs> I was literally doing 12 to 16 hour days mm-hmm. because I was so behind. Not just in, I, 
I didn't have biochemistry. I didn't have orgo. I didn't have microbio. I didn't have genetics. I didn't have a bunch of physics or whatever. Yeah. I, you know, whatever, anything besides bio one, bio two, chem one, and chem two. That's crazy. It's nuts. So she had a study in these big yellow textbooks. I forgot AP Bio, I believe. Yeah. High school biology. Yeah. And then she threw me onto the MCAT biology. So I, I, be, I believe that was the course. Was that was that the book, the MCAT biology? It was. Um. Yeah. I mean, I did the I prep too, and the the AP Bio book was like, all right, this is your Bible. Like you gotta yeah, all exactly. of this, you gotta know yeah, it. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what it was. And then I, I went and. So I, I studied all that in a matter of two months and then I took three weeks break and I was like, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to study anymore. I can just move my test if I don't feel ready. During this time, I wasn't studying. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so a week before my exam, I was like, all right, it's time to buckle down and get to business. <laughs> so, but I had already finished the binders. I've been taking practice tests mm-hmm. and my range at the time was around like, Maybe 19, 20, 21. It varied, but there was yeah. nothing that was dramatically crazy. And I mean, that's that's crazy for not having any background in any of those other stuff. No, that's insane, yeah. And then, but there's, it gets even crazier because I walk into my DAT and I'm taking the test and I was like, holy crap, this is like AP bio on steroids. Like, yeah. I, this is all familiar. Mm-hmm. So I do, I run through bio, run through chemistry. Chemistry for me was very similar to DAT bootcamp. Mm-hmm. That was like the 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 closest thing that I found to be to actual DAT chemistry questions, and I run through those beautiful. We're moving good, and then I get to the orgo. Orgo comes and I highlight fifteen questions out of thirty, and I'm like, okay, but I, I narrow it down, right. you know. But there's only so much you know when you, you could learn when you don't really have any background at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can teach a kid to memorize one plus one equals two. But if you can't, if he doesn't know why one plus one equals two or why two times two equals four. No, he's never seen a number in his life. He's never seen a number in his life. <laughs> and you have him memorizing, you know? Yeah. So the, the, to basically to come up with the explanation behind what to, which answer to pick, especially with Orgo, it, and it was all with the structures, mm-hmm. you know, the double bonds, the single bonds on this side, and that it's hydroxyl groups, and so the each question that I highlighted was one that had the answers were narrowed down to basically two enantiomers, which was like two mm-hmm. opposite, yeah. exactly the same structures. Right. They just flipped over, and I didn't know how to get from that point to the final answer. So that's thirteen or fifteen questions. I was like, all right, you know what? It is 50 50. 50 50. Guess, <laughs> guess, yeah. guess, 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 and guess. And I guess on all of them. So then I get to the reading. We start with, with, with science, right? Yeah. So then I get to the, I take my, my reading, I, I do, and they gave me this super boring, like this this article about alligator skin and the nerves. And <laughs> so I, I did that, I did the, the PAT, and the math comes and the math and I'm like I'm like about a good 25 questions in and then I get this notification that you know you have like two minutes left or a minute and 30 seconds yeah. left or you know when you look at the time it starts to like flicker a little bit that mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're getting to the end and I had now don't quote me on the numbers but yeah. I had around like 10 questions left so if I have if I was how many is it 40 for math? 40 so yeah. I, was, I was around question 30 
So I was like, all right, time to guess. So I guessed on that one, that one, the next one, the next one, that one. And I submitted my test. And I was like, all right. I was so disappointed in myself because I was off to a good start with bio and chem. And then Orgo came and just punched me in the face. And then reading came and just... <laughs> Elbowed me and then it was all good. No looks and all. Yeah, and then Matt came and just did the final KO. So I I I submitted it and I was and I was telling Matt that I was looking at the scores and I was so afraid that I covered all the scores and I started looking at it one by one. So the first one was a sixteen and I was like, holy crap, I'm an idiot. You know, yeah. like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. So then I look at the, which which what was the subject and it was math. I was like, okay, so this is bad, but it's understandable because <laughs> right. I guessed from the last 10 questions. Mm-hmm. And probably the, per- the first 10 were wrong, and then the last five that I actually did, I thought I had right, and I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable I got a 16. So I was like, all right, in my head, I'm like, all right, it's time. I'm just going to restudy for it, study again, and take it again. So then PT comes, I believe I got a 20 in it, and then, no, reading came, it was like an 18. I was like, okay. As long as we're going up, <laughs> going you know, up, yeah. As long as the numbers are going higher, I'm good. So I went from 16 to 18 to 20, and then I started seeing these retarded numbers. <laughs> I look at the next number right after 20 was 30. Holy shit! And I was like, Nah, this is like, is this my test? <laughs> yeah. So I slide and it was biology. Wow. So then I I, I go down to the one next to it. Is 25. Okay, so we're getting somewhere. So I, so I look at that one, and that was Genkin. Wow. And I slide again, and my, my Orgo score, yeah. surprisingly, was the, the lowest. Mm. was not even the lowest. That's what the surprising part was. was like a 19 or a 20. So my sciences averaged out to like a 25, and then my overall like a 22 or a 23. Okay. I took that and ran with it. She gave me the paper, ran. And I went straight to Lipman's office. Lipman is the dean of the, yeah, yeah. the academic, uh, the guy who accepts you. I don't know yeah. what, his, mm-hmm. what his title is. So he goes, listen, Mohammed, I'll be honest with you. I don't know how you did this, but you're still a virgin in education. And I can't take you. And I was like, you know, when you hear that from the, the guy who's supposed to accept you. Yeah. Dude, Especially after going through all that. Man, but, it's fucking heartbreaking. You know? Brent, you got, what, like a 23, 22? And that's he, crazy. Yeah, he's like, I don't, I, I don't, this, and he loved bio. That's why I was so happy. Right. That's his favorite subject. You do good in bio, that should take it in. So he was like, when he said that, my heart sank. And I was like, this is, you know, I wasn't expecting that. So I left. And I, no, before I left, I was like, all right, you know, maybe you can just guide me on how to, go from here yeah, what to do right. and what what, what year was this this is my this is at the end of my second year beginning of my third okay he's like you have not taken any higher level science courses yet. right i can't even give you a recommendation just continue with the school continue your education so i'm like all right i took i started taking four science classes a semester i took orgo one genetics microbiome and physics one in one, in one one semester. In one semester. Oh my god! I, I Most people out. can't even do two labs. Yeah. That's the average, and that's what it was supposed to be. But I said, you know what? Because he was telling me that he basically compared and told me that he's like, listen, you're competing with 
a good 40 to 50 percent of the students that apply are yeah. master students those are students who've taken at least on a minimum 30 to well over 50 60 credits mm-hmm. and you and those are extra science courses they took higher level so when you when you're you know competing with them there's no what gives what would make me choose you over one of them yeah and I was like alright well I mean he makes sense but I'm not giving up there's it's gonna happen so I took those four science those those courses and I took one extra class just to try to knock off some of my uh, what do you call those classes uh, okay yeah so then the winter semester oh and by the way I got A's in all those classes because I was just slaving for those four months straight yeah. books 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 and exams then winter comes Orgo 2 physics 2 um, uh, biochem and his um, not not histology um, microbiology did I say microbiology I don't remember another four science courses right and physics um, biochem and those two labs I believe it was three labs okay anyways so it was like another four science courses yeah and I told I went back to Lipman after that semester where I got all leave and I was like listen here's my semester what do I do now yeah. he was like okay this is impressive I'd like to see this do it again and knock out your next science classes the same way yeah. I was like deal I took those next classes now the only reason why I'm doing all this is because I was in my third year of school I started by, at 18 I'm 21 years old mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. Third year of my, co- my, 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 my college edu- education, yeah. and I was that far behind. So that third year was supposed to kind of like balance me out with the rest of the kids that were, taking, that were, that were competing with me. At the time. Mm-hmm. And I, was not, I wasn't doing admit either, right. which makes it even so worse. So you got to look even better. Exactly. So took those courses, ended up, he was, so I took those courses. With the exception of biochemistry, now I remember correctly. Biochemistry, I didn't take that semester. He was like, okay. I showed it to him, AIDS. That summer, mm-hmm. I went to him and I was like, Dr. I'm going to take biochemistry. He's like, and I, and I, was, I was going to him every two weeks, mm-hmm. religiously. I'm talking about, if I had nothing to talk to him about, <sighs> we were talking about palm trees in the weather. Yeah. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy, I refuse to make him forget my face. He's not going to forget me. So that was my like mission. Yeah. You know? So I was like, well, if everybody else beat me through this route, I'm going go to go another route. Yeah. You know? No, that's the way to do it. So every two weeks, religiously, religiously, I was there. And he was like, at, at, at that point, he was just like, yes, Muhammad. And he would like breathe heavily. You know? and he was like <laughs> starting to get like agitated. <laughs> And I wasn't, I wasn't budging. I was going to be there every two weeks. So he said, listen, if you can give me um, an A in biochem and the rest of the class you're taking this semester, then we'll talk. I was like, all right, we'll talk. And he was playing hardball, huh? He was playing hardball. <laughs> I'm talking about this guy was like, and, and I, would be, I would be sitting in front of him talking and his face would be at the computer looking. He'd be like, that's computer. Complete disregard. Yeah. I was an amateur. I was nothing to him at the time. Mm-hmm. So he goes, give me the A's. I was like, all right. Now, mind you, I got stuck with, with biochem because 
only doctor that was there was Dr. Um, Reza. Mm -hmm. Do you, are you familiar with Dr. Reza? I've heard of you. This guy is super hard. I'm talking about the worst, the highest difficulty professor you could do. I don't want to say worst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This guy was nuts. I'm talking about like he ate, slept, and breathed biochemistry. So I was like, all right, challenge on. I mean, this is what it is. So I, I, I started studying and I busted my ass for about a month straight. The minute we finished class, straight to the library. And I had promised Lipman I was going to show him test by test how I'm doing, progressing. Because I see him every two weeks anyways. I might as well. Yeah, right. right. Might as well have something to talk about. <laughs> so first exam, I get, I walked out. I was, I felt like a champion. Come back the next day, next class, and he puts the exams, he passes them out. And I was like, Excited, you know, felt good. This is biochem. This is my shit. Forty-eight percent. Steve. Yeah. So that was like that was that was like a like he gonna go. Yeah, man. So I was like, all right, this is it. I mean, I'm done. There was only three exams, and the the ACT. Is that the ACT? Uh, the ACS. ACS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Hey, so I took the first exam. I was devastated, man, because I poured my heart into that subject. I could not have done more. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. So, the next exam, and I'm studying, studying, studying. Because me getting into dental school is contingent on biochemistry. On that class, because Lemon told class. you. <laughs> exactly. Now, mind you, if I had just folded and gave up and didn't really, you know, follow through with him and annoy him every two weeks... Right. I would have been for sure delayed and had to probably do a master's program. Mm -hmm. You know? But persistence and consistency is what they look for. And also taking those four classes, those four science classes at once. At uh, once. That's, because, the, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, some like crackhead level stuff <laughs> that you're doing. Well, let me tell you, and when you get into your first year of dental school, you're taking 13 classes. First semester. Yeah. How does that work? Simultaneously, 13 classes. Wow. Yeah. It's not like two weeks this class, three weeks that. No, no, no. It's 13 classes simultaneously. You're there from 8 in the morning to 5 p.m. Some some classes you meet twice a week. Some classes you meet three times a week. Yeah. And of those 13, five are science. So you're talking about anatomy, histology, microbiology, biochemistry, and um, I'm missing one. Okay, I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. No. Histology lab, anatomy lab. So consider that. Consider yeah, that. that's another that's class. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and then eight other classes. You're taking a bunch of dental classes. You know, you got to learn all about the teeth, and right. You have to learn all about. It's just different classes. Some classes, like some, there's this thing called peri perio in in dentistry. And that's right. basically the gums and stuff. Yeah. And that's its own separate class. Mm -hmm. You have to learn about the roots, and that's its own separate class, and it's, it's very intricate, so it's yeah. a lot of classes. Mm -hmm. And it's not the load from each class, it's just... The collective load the of everything. The collective load of everything yeah. together is what weighs down on you. So, before, before I get to that, I go to Lemon after my 48%. And I was like, Dr. Lemon, how's the weather today? <laughs> We're not talking about biochemistry. Whatever conversation goes on, he forgot about biochemistry. He didn't ask me. 
I was like, all right, maybe I'll get it next time, next exam, and I'll just consult yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I go, mind you, what year am I in? The end of my third. Mm-hmm. Started my fourth. I had around like 90, 87 credits at the time. With biochemistry, it would be 92. Okay. Biochemistry five, right? Uh, four. It's four. It might have been like, I don't know, they might have changed it, but it's maybe, yeah. Process but four. It's five. But okay. Exam two comes. And I was, I, I again, oh, my 48% mm-hmm. was the second highest in the class. Let's wow. put that out there. Mm-hmm. So the highest kid was a 54. So the second exam comes, and at this time now, I was not going to get my hopes up. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a 76. Second highest. Highest was 82. So I'm like, yo, this doesn't make any sense. We started off with 35 kids in the class, and we were, we were literally down after the second exam. We're down to 12 kids. And I don't know why we're here. <laughs> I didn't understand why I yeah. was still in that class. I should yeah. have been dropped it. You know? So I took, I took, so I took, I went to, I went to um, Dr. Littman. And I was with Dr. Littman. How's the weather? How's football? Yeah. Random things. My goal wasn't, I didn't care about biochem at the time. I just wanted him to not forget me. Right. Yeah. I wanted him to remember who I was. And that's for anybody listening. That's the most important thing. At this point, I don't, I don't have an interview. I don't have an acceptance. So when I get to that, I'll tell you what, why that the most important thing is for them not to forget who you, who you are, your face. Exam three comes final exam. I get an 82 in the, in the, in the exam. There's still the AC. The ACS, yeah. And I'm like, I was, I was like, all right, this is over. Game over. Because I, what's my average? Yeah, 48, 48 plus 76 plus 82 divide that I'm at like a 70 maybe yeah. like 68 yeah. and then the ACS is supposed to be like the hardest exam of the year so. you know what I'm saying yeah but there was a rumor that if you did well if you got above a C in Dr. Reza's class that you're golden for the ACS ACS is just Dr. Reza's exams were so much harder mm-hmm. so I went and had a one on one with Dr. Reza and I was like listen Tell me what to do. I ch- what do I do to get an A? And he's like, get an A in the ACS. I'll make a deal with you. You get an A in the ACS, I'll give you the A in the class. And I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> he's like, I was like, all right, another challenge here. Let's do this. So that's crazy. I, and if you would never even went to his, you would have never like that would that would opportunity would not have happened. That's yeah. why you can't. If you just just try, I mean, it, you Show you up. don't know what happens. You know what I mean? Like yeah. who the hell did, like. I mean, anybody listening doesn't really know like how old I was when I got in and stuff like that. But when they when when I when I go into details now exactly like what how old I was and what happened, you don't know. Just try. That's right. that's that's what you should do. Yeah, and even in the time, it's like you weren't doing it because you like knew that that was gonna be a result. But exactly. you were doing it, and it ended up being the result because exactly like, like exactly. The persistence and everything. Tenacity. Like you have to be you have to be persistent, consistent, and tenacious. You have to want it, you know, and studying I paid I paid I got a tutor hmm. I was like I'm doing something wrong so let me get a tutor mm-hmm. so this guy he's like tutoring me everything and I'm like yo I know all this shit bro like what is he doing you know I was like alright whatever let me just keep going with him 
I wanted to make sure that I exhausted all my resources. And if I didn't end up getting the A, hmm. then there was like nothing that you could have done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's I not because you didn't, didn't try. Want, exactly. I didn't want there to be room for me thinking in my head, damn, you could have done more. So I kept him. And I think I ended up, I was paying him like 15 bucks an hour. And I was spending mad hours with him, like maybe 25, 30 hours, which is not much. But when you think about it, like, Oh, uh, what? That, times uh, 15? Times, exactly. <laughs> Where'd you get that money? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I used to work, too. Yeah. Right. So I forgot to mention that. I was also working 16 hours on Saturday and 16 hours on Sunday. Oh, damn. Where were you working 16 hours? In Miami. Wow. So I was driving 40 minutes, working 16 hours, driving back home, getting home, leaving, leaving work at 12, getting home by around 12.40, 12.45, being in bed by, let's say, 1.30 after you shower and have a meal yeah, 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 and yeah. go to sleep. 1.30 be back up in the morning at 7 o'clock be at work by 8 o'clock damn bro back every oh, Saturday and Sunday that's gonna be props that's crazy like yeah, that, yeah. the dedication just from wow, that's insane I'm here I was stuck and at the time I didn't have like I didn't have like my, my, my dad wasn't wasn't able to support me financially right I didn't have you know I, I didn't take out loans mm-hmm. so I took out I took out loans for college yeah but as far as like expenses no i, I didn't take a loan and i had a car of gas you know insurance food and, you know you, you want money to spend you know yeah so i was like all right well i don't work in the weekdays at all so i gotta make it up somehow mm. so practically the 40 hours that i'm supposed to be putting in the weekdays i would put 32 in the weekends to kind of even it out and I was getting paid 10 bucks an hour. So it was kind of, it was good. It was good. I was making around 1400 a month. And that was, that was great for somebody who was working two days a week. So I was paying this kid, took, I went in, I walked into the exam. And I'm talking about, you know, I was, you, you know, you shade, you ever walked to the exam feeling like your life depended on it? And that's yeah. how I felt, you know? So I walked through the exam and I'm like, Something's not right because 30 minutes in and I'm done with the exam. I'm like, this is not right. Something really isn't right. It felt, it just felt off. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Now the ACS, the exam specifically with ACS, they curve it by like 10 questions. Yeah. So I submitted it and I, within like 45 minutes and I waited outside, waited until everybody submitted it. And I walked with the professor to the scan console. <laughs> I wanted to know what I got. I yeah. needed that aid. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so he, so he, the, the way the Scantron machine works is they put the correct Scantron through First, yeah. and then they put all the other ones. And every time you hear a tick, like it's like the wrong, that's the wrong answer. So if you hear tick, 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 and then the machine, the paper is done. Yeah, how many ticks you got? Questions wrong. So he puts the first paper in, which is his, the template one, yeah. the correct one. He slides that in. Okay. So now the machine's got the right answers down. So then he puts mine in, and that shit just slides right through. So he grabs it, and he was—he didn't believe it. He's like, yeah. it's, it's not happening. So he grabs it, and slides it through again. Just slides right through. So he grabs it again, slides it. He's like, okay. So he grabs a different Scantron. He, just, he still couldn't believe it. Honestly, I didn't believe it at that time either. Right. So he grabs a different Scantron, and he slides that one. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> and it was done. So he's like, so he grabs my Scantron and he he wants to grade it by hand, like without the, the yeah. Scantron machine. So he's comparing, comparing, and sure enough, I got a fucking hundred in the test. Okay. I was like, right, I'm gonna take this and run with this to let him. <laughs> yeah. 
Lipman's office. And I wouldn't make a point. I would just show up. And I would piss him off. <laughs> Lipman was like, man, you know, I, I I'll get back to you. You know, and I was like, it's not happening. I'm going to come it. see you. I'm yeah. going to come see you. So, took the Scantron, went to him, and not the Scantron, the exam, with my grade. Yeah. I showed it to him. He's like, so he opens it. And now, the, the professor said, whatever grade you get on ACS, I'm going to give you overall. So, even though 100 doesn't really mean much for like, there's no difference between an A and 100. Right. But for him to know that you got a hundred in biochemistry, the class, yeah, that's some solid shit, you know. Like if you're, are you kidding me? No hundred, you know. <laughs> did you tell him anything prior about how you were doing that class? I did not say. I I told him. I didn't. I didn't take nothing. Yeah. I was just like, I got a ninety three on my first test. I got a ninety two on my first, second test. I swear to God. And he was like, "Excellent. Keep up the good work." And in my head, I'm like. I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure this out because I'm telling him all along that I'm getting A's in these classes. And I did I was not getting A's. Then he goes back and sees that forty eight. You know, so I was like, all right, but when I got that hundred and I ran with it and took it to him, I felt like I got an A on the first test and I was like, All right, well I you know, you feel good. Yeah. That's so crazy. I'm telling you, man, it was it was it was like I don't know I don't know like the reason why certain things happen, but when that happened and like I could have, I, and I don't know if he, because I was the only one who actually spoke to him about possibly getting a grade change if yeah. you know, determined by the ACS. So kids in my class, I got C's and B's, and you know, it's like if maybe if they would have just known and just asked, you mm-hmm. know, maybe if you would have just just tried. And there was that girl that was always one grade above me. She was always the eighty-two, right? Or she was the fifty-four when I was the forty-eight. Mm-hmm. When I went after my first year of dental school, I was I came here to study one day. I seen her studying, so I was talking to her. She was in a master's program, but she was doing better than me in biochem. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really know her too well, but the fact of the matter is, is that I can almost guarantee you I was in a wor- I was in a worse situation than you were. Yeah, for you know? sure. Mm-hmm. But it's just the difference between you know. The difference between great and extraordinary, you know, or ordinary and extraordinary mm. is that little extra that you put in. So, and I, and I just felt bad. And at the time, I, I didn't even want to tell her that I was in dental school. Yeah. Because the same time when I was going through this thing with Lipman, where he was finally starting to approve of me, she was walking out of his office crying. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I swear, I remember walking towards Lipman one day. She's walking out and she's bawling tears, and I'm wa- and I was gonna I was about to walk in and I was like, oh, crap! Like, am I gonna hear bad news? Yeah. So that kind of gave me like, like a little understanding of what happened with her and her situation. And she yeah. was she would, if I put in a month worth of studying into an exam and I get a forty eight and you do a fifty four, yeah, you're the number one in the class in our biochem class. You're doing something right, hmm. you know. Yeah. So, because if you're doing a month, maybe she's doing even more. Than exactly, that. and it, it might just be that she's smarter. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know? but when it came down to it, like that going to the professor or whatever, like that little extra that you did, like made such that's a big it, difference. And that's and that's that's what and, counts. You know, through like your story and telling it, like it's not even just that instance. It's the fact that you went to Dr. Littman every day shows like something. The fact that you went to, um, just like grinding, like you went from failing bio one and come with which is like the indicators a lot of people take those as indicators whether they should follow the medical route or the dental route and you just completely change around Flip that. put it on the set and said <laughs> and actually actually Lipman asked me about that he's like why is your gpa low and i was like it was like three five three six and i was like you know maybe if you scroll up just a little more up you might see some stuff you don't like because he was like i see a a a a minus A A A. The hell, where's this three five coming from? Yeah. When he scrolled up and he's seen F F, because it's forgiveness. So they average it out at the time. It shows the F. It shows that you got an F right. when you go see him. Your transcripts are complete when they see it. So he's seen the F and F, and he's seen that I retook it, and that I got an A. So they don't care about. Oh, you got an F. All right, you know, you you're a failure. No, they if you get an F. And, and someone and, and you take it again and you get an A versus somebody taking a class and getting a B and running with it and continuing they're more proud of your F to an A than they are of that person's B for sure yeah. you know they want to see that improvement because it shows that like you got what it takes because that's I mean when it comes to dental school too like that's you need like that grit to like be able to do shit like that that, that, to take that, 13 classes at one time like you know exactly that's and that's incredible man he's he he and i remember when i when i walked into his office so at the time I'll give you a little bit I'll give you a little personal mm-hmm. story at the time i was engaged i had proposed to my girl like my my in the february of the year when i took biochem so she knew all along my story, what's been going on. Right. Her parents don't. My parents don't. I've been telling my parents, yeah, I'm going to be in dental school this year. Or next year, rather. I'm going to be in dental school. The, I'm sorry, this year. Mm. Because yeah, I took biochemistry fall. in summer. Now I was saying I'm going to be in dental school, but that's not possible because you got to go through an application. Yeah. yeah. So he goes, so... so at this time, that just adds another level of stress when you, because you you don't want people to think of you as a failure. But right. sometimes you you yourself feel like if you say something and enough, enough yeah you know just speak it like, into existence exactly you speak it into existence, dude. So I go and I walk into Lipman's office one day with my fiance and I was like, the first time she comes with me, she doesn't come with me, but this was the first time. Mm-hmm. And he, because he had told me, give me a couple weeks, I'll call, I'll call you when to come. And that's around the time when I'll open up some spots for you to be able to get your um, interview. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. Surely enough, he sends me an email. He doesn't even text me, he doesn't call me. I mean, he doesn't call or email me. Right. I mean, he doesn't call me, he emails me. And he says, the email says, congratulations. You've been invited for an interview, yada yada, you know. So, I was ecstatic. I mean, I'm I'm talking about this is the beginning of my fourth year. I failed my first year of college. I left the school, and I was paying the beginning. I was paying, I think it was four or five hundred bucks a semester. Hmm. 
before I failed and left. I was on a... Um, a grant, probably. Or I had like so many grants and a bunch of stuff that I wasn't really paying anything. I wasn't paying anything. Right. When I left to BC and came back, all that was gone. So now I'm paying 9000 10000 a semester. And now it went up to 16000 mm-hmm. So I failed my first year. And I say it proudly because it's, if it wasn't for that, I probably would not have made it to where I am. Yeah, no, put a fire, put a fire in your ass, and you exactly, you'll light up. Yes, <laughs> simple. So I failed my first year, and I'm just second and third year. So technically, I was only in school for how many years? If you want to think about it, three. Realistically, well, before that, three. So yeah, three. But first year, I failed. And classes that I took that you don't matter. Yeah, basically they didn't even count. They didn't right. count. So now I'm at what? Two years. Two years. And I got an interview in dental school. And there's people who've been taking four years. Oh, four more. Four years or more. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Four years and on top of that, master's degrees. So it was a blessing. It was a big blessing that it goes to show you that it's not always about how good something looks, you know. You can be the perfect guy on paper, mm-hmm. but if you're not like, if if you don't have the ability to communicate with someone, let's say Lipman, he's in a obviously in a position of power, right? Right. If you don't have what it takes to be able to, with courage, walk up to him every couple of weeks. And remind him. And he knows your story. You know, he <laughs> knows, he'll know your whole journey. Mm-hmm. So when you, his whole thing was what? You have absolutely not one single higher, higher level science course. So that was the condition that he put on me. Yeah. Right? And then you said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll exactly. show you higher so level. Bet. I'll show you <laughs> take all of them at the same time <laughs> so when I finish those science courses what's left for him to say he can't add something else yeah. he gave me his word already you know mm-hmm. so and why did he give me his word because I had the courage to go up there and continue to bombard him so now although I wasn't you know this great person on paper he knew I was very tenacious and very annoying Yeah, you weren't stopping for no one. Exactly. So people like that, like, he's not going to tell me, oh, you need a master's degree because he told me you need to finish all your courses and give me A's. Yeah. You know, so you you, you have to learn as, like, speaking, I'm going to put myself back in undergrad days. Like, if I could say something to myself at the time Mm -hmm. and help somebody else out, it would probably be that. You have to learn to put a bad situation and especially if it's not in your hands, to put, to bring that power back into your own hands. So what do I mean by that? Let's say, let's say in my, in my situation, I went from failing all this stuff and well, I had one option was to see Lipman and him telling me, you got to give me all these science classes and then I'll consider you. Yeah. Right. So now the ball's in my court now. Yeah. You know, it's not in his court anymore. It's not up to him anymore. So he's not he's not gonna go tell me, Oh, you know, you did complete all these courses, 
but you're going to have to own masters because there's more competitive people. No, 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 no. By me going to him, yeah, I'm just being in his face. Every I day. put that ball in my court because now, guess what? After I finished those science courses, he slapped me with a interview. interview yeah. mm-hmm. I went to the interview, and surely enough, and and you have to learn how to communicate with people. You guys interviewed, right? He, we he's we, waiting for his interview. Yeah. You're waiting for your interview. I'm okay. still like I'm a year behind him. So like, when you when you go to interview, mm-hmm. I walked in. Suited up, awkward. right? You want to look professional, and I see all these kids, dude, and I'm like, and they're all talking about their GPA 4.0s and research and this, and I'm like, you know, shit, man. Like, he wasn't lying when he said that there was like competition out there, and and I, there was this kid that I met there, and he was he was a 4.0, he did research, he had a publication. And he was like that. He was the perfect person on paper. He interviews. Right, typed his interview. And he interviews with Livnik. I interviewed with who? A lady named Dr. Velez. Okay. Who now passed away, God bless her soul. Hmm. She was the pathology director at the school of the College of Bell Medicine. So when I was talking to Dr. Velez, we were talking and, and she was the interview here is, is a, it's a conversation yeah you know so if you sit there and brag about yourself <laughs> you're out there's no bragging it's he, interviewed, funny, yeah. he interviewed us and Living, I was yeah. like I came out of that interview for the duel he, it was him and another lady who was um, I don't, I don't know, know if she's she worked, a, I know she worked assistant the, or... yeah something like that but so she started the interview with both of us, and it was just us three. And then Dr. Levin comes in, and he's just like, I was like, holy shit. Like, I just, like, <laughs> I left, and I was like, wow. Like, I felt really intimidated, like, but, yeah, it wasn't really, like, us talking about what we do. It's, it's a it conversation. We were talking about, like, the industry, and, like, we actually talked about cosmetics, because I know a doctor in New York who's, like, one of the biggest cosmetics doctors, and, like, my mom works for him and stuff, and we were just talking about that. Ooh. You know who, uh, Dr. Rosenthal and Dr. Apple? Oh, hell yeah, man. We're trying to bring him in, dude. Yeah. Apple? Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Good luck. He's, He's very busy. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're trying to bring in the schools, trying to bring him in just to like... To lecture? Yeah. Yeah. He is... Your mom works with Interesting him? guy. Yeah. She That's works for him. Uh, so she does the, the CE courses that they do at NYU. She like helps coordinate them. That's dope. I, and I met yeah. I met Rosenthal over the summer. And we were like, we were talking and stuff. And a, a lot of other doctors. Yeah. So those are literally the gurus of like modern day dentistry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we talked. We, we talked a lot about that in the last episode. You guys met him? Who? Apa? He was supposed to be at the course, and I was supposed to meet him there, but he ended up not. He was going to Dubai, I think. Damn. Yeah, that'll be awesome, dude. I'm, we're trying to we're trying to coordinate that with him. But yeah, it, it's it's a complete it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. So you 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 can't be fully yourself, you know. And that's the thing. That's that's where a lot of people have to get their downfall is. Okay. Cool, you got a 4.0, dude. You got a, you know, you have um, research. You have a 27 on your DAT, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But if you're cocky, who gives a shit about you? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they don't, they don't want to know about... If you got the interview, the academics is there. Yeah. Guaranteed. 
Okay. Yeah, because that's the precursor. Exactly. So they don't like if that's all you have to show, then it's like okay, exactly. what else? What else do you? What? Exactly. Because everybody, you know, in reality, like everybody applying to dental schools got the academics. Exactly. So it's like, what else do you have to show? And like, I feel like a lot of people today, it's like with when you apply and you go, they'll have the academics, and then they have like these like clubs, that like, did you like did you participate in any of that stuff? So I was I was I was in the pre dental club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I joined a fraternity because I thought it would be good for my resume, dude. <laughs> Turns out, no. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't participate in the activities just because it was, I was working all the time. Most of the activities were Saturdays, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday. Of course, yeah. So, I joined the pre-dental club, which you obviously want to be in it. Oh, and, and at the time, every meeting that Lipman would have with the pre-dental society, so there was like, once every once every four or five months, he would come and have like a talk with them. Mm-hmm. I would not if even if I was at his office yesterday, I would be at that meeting sitting in front row. You know, so it's like I saw him yesterday because I was I was just pushing. You remember I told you I was constantly bombarding. Right. I saw him that time. It's the next day. It was a meeting with pre dental, and he was gonna be there. You know where I was. Of course. Front mm-hmm. row seat, sitting down. <laughs> How's it going? You know, I, mean? I wave to him and he says hi back and he'll laugh. Yeah. Because that's that's what they want, you know. When my when I when I interviewed, that sealed the deal because I had a lady interviewer and, and I was being very honest with her. I was not like you know, a lot of people they bullshit what they with what goes on through interviews. They mm-hmm. say they will tell the interviewer, Yeah, you know, um I'm a family man and I'm this and that. Just what sounds good. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, sitting here like listening to you tell like all that, like that's probably Pretty much what you told her too. You know what she told me? She says, "I don't want to hear nothing about your grades. I don't want to have. I don't want to. I don't. Don't talk to me about academics." But I was being real with her. Of course. And I told her, I was like, "Listen, the reason I just want to give you one explanation. The reason why I failed my first year is because I had no guidance. You know, I'm a family of." It's seven brothers, six sisters, and a dad and a mom. Wow. So it's 15 of us. She was like, and we lived in a three-bedroom apartment in Hialeah for when I, growing up. That's where I lived, you know? So, and I remember days where we would, not days, to help my dad, the, the boys would mm. go and wipe, you know, car windshields with, you know, squirt some water and sponges and newspapers yeah. mm-hmm. just to make some money. And at the end of the day, if each one of us brings five, ten dollars, well, if you got seven people doing that for you, <laughs> you just came up. Yeah, of course. So we were doing that. And some days, dude, there was like, we would be eating fucking bread and ketchup for dinner, you know? So my dad was, he he had, he worked at a retail store as a cashier. So it's like, you can't support a family of 15 right. when you're, alone you mm-hmm. know working mm-hmm. so when we started the chip and whatever and I, that's that's what we spoke about and i told her you know this is my life yeah i sucked first yeah i sucked but i'm hungry and i want this this is and i can guarantee you the morals are there the ethics are there the the you know the compassion that's needed in this industry is is right is you know? there. You know, especially when you grow up with like nothing, you learn to feel for those who have nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So kept it real with her. And I would, after the interview, 
you want to say something in the interview in the, in the in the interview that sticks with them. So for me, Lipman knows me for sure. Mm-hmm. But how am I going to get my interviewer to remember who I am? Yeah. yeah. And that's basically my statement that she, I can guarantee you she wasn't going to forget if she saw me again. Fifteen brothers and sisters. So you don't if you see somebody who has fifteen brothers and sisters a year after they told you that you'll remember that's the person who has fifteen. Yeah, yeah for sure. An everyday thing. That's <laughs> what I wanted. I wanted yeah. when she sits at that table because she's gonna interview 10, 15 people. I wanted when she sits at that week and at, at at the table and they discuss because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. I want her to be like Muhammad. Oh yes, the kid that has the fifteen brothers and sisters. Oh yeah, we spoke about this. I remember. Yeah, and then I everything just know. runs back. The Let memory. Me yeah. He's like, I don't know what you're doing, but I don't know what you did to Dr. Velez. But she's <laughs> fighting for you. I swear. Nice. He's like, she's fighting for you. And I was like, I couldn't ask for more, dude. You know? So I walked the next time I walked in. He's like, just wait. I'll call you. Yeah, okay. You better wait. <laughs> Went to him. Walking in. Two weeks later, me and my, me and my fiance had time. And he's like, Muhammad, you saved me a call. Let me ask you a question. I have a spot open. The class of 2021. Do you want it? And I stood there, bro, for about, about, I kid you not, for about maybe 40 seconds. And I'm just staring at him. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, did he just ask me if I want this seat? Jesus. Wow. That's... <laughs> You're like, yes, yes. <laughs> Dude, and my fiance was bawling. She was crying. Because she knows what I what I've been Of course, man. Yeah, the whole journey went to that point. Yeah, man. Crazy. And I was like, Dr. Lipman, I won't let you down. He's like, I hope so. And that was it. And I took my took my, my acceptance letter. Bro, and I walked out and I was like, on top of the floating, world. huh? <laughs> I was floating, dude. That's crazy. Damn, dude, that's it's a crazy story, man. That's you, bro. And it was, it was, it was a blessing, man. And it was like, it's like, it's like I don't know what I did good in this life for this to happen, karma, you know. But yeah. it happened, bro. And and Lipman, you know, he's he's like, I, I want to save this for. He's like, don't let me know, because he accepted so many master students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this could be saved for another podcast, but another episode if you guys want to yeah, do it. Not, yeah, for sure. Dude, he walked when, when he, he walked. Because at this point now, I felt like I was nothing compared to all these kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, you know, everybody loves to, to gloat about themselves and what they achieved and this. And I'm like, oh, what did I achieve? You know, I, I, I still didn't know what I had in me at the time. Right. And I'm in dental school time. And people are walking around, chest held high, you know, <laughs> head held high and chest sticking out. And they're just so proud of themselves. And I was like, yo, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I got the schedule, 13 classes. Yeah, not, now the real, the real war starts. Dude, I'm scared. The average age of my class was 27 years old. Wow. I was turning 22. Yeah, that's crazy. Going through that shit, you know. Who was the oldest in your class, you know? We had a guy who was 36 years old and still do. Wow. 36. And the new the new class now is a guy who's 55. Wow. <laughs> and that's what you call determination, dude. Yeah. That's somebody who's <laughs> that's crazy. who wants to go out with a bang. 
<laughs> no, for real. Yeah, that was Jeez. that was awesome. That was, thank you for sharing. Bro, a hell of a story, man. Of course, dude. super inspiring, man. Thanks <laughs> for thanks for, for coming sure. through. Yeah, man. If you guys wanna, you know, do you wanna talk about what happens during dental school? And yeah, no, right? I think we're, we're yeah, definitely sure. gonna do another episode in the future about that. Sure, I'll have you back. You know, just I just want all the the whoever listens to this, man, just know. And for you guys too, bro. I promise you, when you get into dental school, no matter what your background is, mm. you and everybody else are equal. Guess we had ten failures the first year. Guess who were the failures? The ones with the master's degrees, dude. Mm. <laughs> because I was getting three hours of sleep. I'm scared, bro. I was shitting bricks before exams. And guess who were the ones that were so complacent? They were, they were like comfortable. Yeah, right. so they took it easy. And that even took it easy, but it's just that's what happens. Mm-hmm. They ended up nine out of ten that failed were master students. Right. Yeah. And most of them, you know, unfortunately, what do you do with yourself after you fail? You know, it's, it's tough. <laughs> it's not easy, you know. So now when Lipman sees me, like he, it's it's like his whole story about. Oh yeah, masters, and then that's why I accept. Mm-hmm. That's not his philosophy. He threw that shit out the window. That's so awesome. Damn, bro. Yeah, we actually want to have Lipman on, um, like, pretty soon. We're yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, we want to reach out to him and get him on here and speak to him. That'd be awesome, man. Maybe I can help you guys out with that. Get him. Bro, it'd be wonderful. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for sure. He's very busy though. No, yeah, of course, of course. He's now he's like the dean of. Uh, He's demons college dental medicine, him and Dr. Coleman. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's super, super busy. No, I bet. You know, you never know. Maybe let's try. So let's wrap this thing up then. Um, I don't know if you saw this right here, the, the mm-hmm. toothbrush. So we actually have a, a website. We're just usually at the end of every podcast, we kind of leave it off with. Uh, we have a website it's called thebettertoothbrush.com, and it's basically. We have a few different products now. It's, one is a, like a water flossing toothbrush. And you like, instead of having a big tank that you hook up to the wall and everything, it's, it connects directly to your faucet on your sink. And we, we completely like remodeled everything on the website. We also added like bamboo toothbrushes, you know, like the biodegradable stuff. And we have uh, all the profits go towards this organization that we found. It's a really cool organization. That's, uh, it's like Give a Smile Back, I think. And they do work. Give kids a smile. It's, so it's for. It helps um, victim of domestic abuse that receive like trauma in their in their teeth oh, wow. um, to receive free dental care. So the organization like pays for their, their uh, restorative work. Yeah, restorative oh, work. Awesome, so we started yeah. this website with the intent of like giving back in that sense, and literally like everything that we, we make from the website we're putting towards that. So thebettertoothbrush.com. Check it out. Um, That's dope, man. Thanks, Mohammed, for coming through, man. Yeah, that thank was, you. This is awesome. Yeah. Definitely going to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) For sure, yeah. All right, guys. um, Peace out. All right.